and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here. It's our post July 4th, first one. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, all right, well, I guess we'll start with the, the uh, shooting on the 4th of July in uh, Highland Park, Illinois, which is uh, two suburbs north of Chicago, Evanston, then Highland Park. I had to look that up. I, you know, I, think, I, I like to think I know stuff, but every once in a while something comes up. You think, ah, I had to yeah. look up to make sure I knew where it, it was. It's on, the, it's on Lake Michigan right there, and it's Chicago, Evanston, Highland Park. It's difficult to keep uh, track of them. There are so many suburbs in and around yeah. Chicago. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I, I call it Chicago land. This is oh, I came good, up with. Good this. for you. A lot of Excellent. people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Speak, by the way, speaking of that. Yes. Uh, I, I think I mentioned it on the uh, previous podcast that our daughter, Stephanie, uh, had uh, flown from Chicago. That's right. To Denmark. Yeah. On vacation with a few of her friends on Thursday, Thursday, Friday was the uh, shooting in the mall in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. That was the top story, the big story actually around the world. That one zipped around the world because, right. of course, your first thought is that doesn't happen in Denmark, except no. it happens everywhere now. But it was a it was a big deal. And, and, and apparently uh, this guy in Chicago said, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> we, we can't let that go by. We can't let Denmark uh, get out in the lead yeah. in a mass shooting story. So I'll take action the next day to wipe that one. Sadly, uh, in, in Denmark, I think that's going to be half of the deaths by handgun in the for the year in the entire yeah, nation, sure. right? I'm sure. It is. So you know, we had a, a quick text thing back with Stephanie. You know, because you, anytime it happens, you got to sure. do it. Sure. Are you okay? Of sure. She wasn't there what there and and uh and and i said well how's the the, the mood around it and, you know you can't ask one person to, to take the mood of the country but i'm like a moron on tv okay where they'll ask someone so what what's it like in your town right now and, okay so I, I asked and she said you know for the most part people are taking it you know uh pretty well and then i sent her back one last message i said because she said, well, you know, I'm okay. I'm fine. It's not bugging me. And I said, of course not. You're from Chicago. <laughs> okay. That's nice. Which was not nice. That's it was not true. nice. And I didn't mean it that way, but she took it as, as it was supposed to. Because, you know, three people being shot is, what, what is, that's called a, a Thursday in Chicago. In that's good. Well, it's sad, but it's true. And is there anything more American than a mass shooting at a 4th of July parade? I can't. I mean, I don't even say that flippantly. Is there honestly in 2022 America? Is there anything more American than that? Um, again, so the same questions come up, and we've learned in the last uh, few hours that uh, he bought not one, but he had two guns. Uh, one was left at the scene, and the other was in the car when they nabbed him. And uh, they were bought legally. So, of course, you always ask, isn't that great? At least they weren't illegal. Or isn't it pathetic that someone like that could buy guns? He's 21. uh, And this is Illinois. Even Illinois apparently has 
and Illinois overall is a fairly tough gun state. City of Chicago, which he's not in, is a fairly uh, tough city with gun laws that right. uh, being circumvented by by everybody that that can do it. So this allows the this allows the gun nuts to say that gun control and and doing that sort right. of thing doesn't work. The problem with Chicago is that Indiana is fairly close, and right. you can go grab guns very easily in Indiana. Michigan is also fairly nearby, and it's fairly easy to grab guns there. But again, right. I want the gun nuts to be able to to put the ball right down the field. I want them to be able to say the bullshit that they've been saying for all the years. Right, but remember, we're we're we are actually not talking about gun laws in chicago we're talking you know this is two two cities away and uh, highland park i believe several years ago passed a uh, a law against assault weapons just for, mm. within that city well he had assault weapons i guess there it doesn't go. work right there, uh, there you got it so the, you know and, 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 and every time it's a, whatever law you uh, just proposed or was just passed like the one well, last week signed by biden that wouldn't have stopped this so That's therefore correct. Yeah. Right. Um, now, I don't know why we just don't get rid of all the drunk driving laws. I don't know why we don't get rid of all the speeding laws because there are drunk drivers and there still are speeders. So I don't even know why we bother with them. I don't know why we try to bother to keep the number of people who. Um, uh, you know. and, and by the way, at least with, with drunk driving at a certain point, what do they do? They take away your car. They take away your right well, to be able to drive your, the car. Your, li- your, 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 your license, your privilege yeah. to drive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does happen. And, and then they throw you in jail at some point. After you kill enough people or have enough charges on you, yeah, they do throw you in jail. That does happen. Yeah, but uh, this boy, when those pictures of him went up on on Monday afternoon, you just, your eyes rolled out of your head. Because, oh, my God, look at this guy. He's He's 21. Right. Out of central I, I, casting, yeah, you know, out of central casting, um, and I guess he has a zillion tattoos. I think they're on his neck. Yeah, it's yeah. a forty-seven, forty-seven, forty-seven. Yeah, and uh, as you know, if you've been paying attention to the story, um, and this is not to blame anyone. This is no. he's a trumper. Yeah. He's a trump. He went to Trump rallies. He right. went to Trump rallies dressed as he was the Where's Waldo guy. I don't recall the Where's Waldo guy at a Trump rally, but there's pictures of him there. Um, and 47, of course, is the number that Donald Trump would be in the uh, line of presidents sure, should he get reelected. He would be, he was 45, he would be 47. So there it is. Did you there see the uh, the detail that emerged that said he dressed up in female clothing so that he could escape more easily from the parade and blend in with the crowd? Yeah. Which other which other historical figure from the 19th century, Brad, used female clothing to Did, escape uh, John from Lawrence Booth do that when he shot Lincoln? Oh, Jefferson Davis, Jeff Davis, to try to get away from Union troops, uh, dressed in, in female clothing to get away, uh, allegedly. And again, that story has been kind of over the years. Uh, stretched a bit so yeah well uh, i'm going to defend myself john wilkes booth wanted to dress as a woman but yeah. all the uh but marshall's was closed that day <laughs> yeah sure and there was no target in the uh, dc area at that time <laughs> uh, kind of nice huh 
uh, also uh, some cops were shot at in Philadelphia during some Fourth of July celebrations as well. So you know, all, all again, it's another another fantastic Independence Day in America. Well, it, it's it's uh, it, it, it's all that, and um, it just adds to the there's there are no arguments left. There isn't any space for opposing the statement that you're not safe anywhere because you know you're really not uh i think about this i don't know if you ever do this every time i'm in the gym okay this is like a planet fitness okay i mean there just couldn't be a more kind of open atmosphere for people right if you know on a given day there'll be 25 30 people in there and you're just doing your thing and i always think about just some asshole could just come in there and start and you know we'd be we'd be defenseless we we just would be the person so what can you do about that the answer is really nothing we're not going to set up a system in this country where every public building every public space is covered like uh, the secret service covers a president or you're not going to have airline style security times 10. It, it, it can't be done. Um, so to go back to the uh, good old days when we used to talk about the root causes of things that we might want to get to the root causes if we're going to solve a problem, whether it's you know, poverty, lack of education, malnutrition. What are the, what are the root causes of that? Um, what are the root causes of these shootings? Well, one of the root causes, no doubt, is the fact that the person has a weapon to be able to do what they want to do. If this guy had knives instead of guns, he wouldn't have been able to kill six people and and squeeze off 60-plus rounds in rapid succession. I said to Jane while we were watching this, yeah, that's not an automatic weapon, but it's damn close. They're damn well close because that's as fast as you can squeeze the trigger, right? That's yeah. how. That's what that was. That was yeah. a guy go bang, 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 just as fast as he could squeeze it, and so it it, it comes real close to what uh, an automatic weapon would would do. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it, it's uh, it's just beyond description and then we get to the same issues which is well don't the social media companies don't they know why are they taking this shit down why if you put a picture up of um okay you know what i'll bet right now if you put a picture of chief wahoo the old cleveland indian especially the one with the real big hook nose the original yeah. cleveland Indian, they they take it down am i right yeah yeah, they okay. would. So they, so they would take that down because that is just offensive. That is just that is too much for the, the uh, world of Facebook. It would set off um, you know, waves of, of racist activity that would change America. You couldn't. Ha- Meantime, this guy is just going nuts, putting up all kinds of uh, videos everywhere that depict school shootings. I'm going to drop a bunch of bullets on the floor. And I'm what what was his name? Uh, asshole the rapper. What what was his uh what was his uh handle there? What awake the rapper? I think Some, that was his something handle. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, awake the rapper. 
Uh, of course, he couldn't call himself woke the rapper because no. mm, that's a bad word. But awake, that's all right. Um, so the social media companies and, and Facebook is, is right out at the front of this one. I mean, they're they're the worst. They're inconsistency. And then when you finally pin them down, they go, there's just nothing we can do. Well, there's too many people. Yeah. Well, how can we ever do this? Well, how are you able to take down when I put a picture of Trump and Hitler together? How does that come down in three minutes? I'm sorry, in 30 seconds. How, how does that get discovered? So this but, isn't about this isn't about you. <laughs> it's about all of us. Yeah, it's about all of us. So is is what that guy was doing? Was that passing muster somehow? That was freedom of speech that uh, Facebook decided to not get involved with? Was that a political uh, statement by a declared candidate that they don't want to met? No. No. So they've, they've got blood on their hands on, in all these cases where people are posting continuously on social media. You know, sometimes you get one of these people where that they, they've had no footprint on social media. You know, they've been very quiet and they come out of nowhere. And that's frightening enough. But what does it say when they don't have that profile, when they have been everywhere, when they've been open? Well, what's the first thing the parents say? Well, we didn't know. Seemed like a good kid to me. No, they got, well, did yeah, you they, know? Did they, you got know uh, they got a hold of his uncle, and his uncle said, we saw no signs of any yeah. of this. Yeah. yeah, he was a good neighbor. He cut his grass all the time before he took out a machete and killed 20 kids in the schoolyard. He's a good guy. I think you're good. Hey, good, good marks in school. Exactly. Why do you have 157 guns? Just, uh, I'm just curious. Why you need? Are you gonna? Are you shooting every deer in Illinois, or is that just a thing? 157, because I can't find 190. I'm working oh, on. Okay, you keep making those A's and keeping that grass cut. <laughs> There's uh, no. I mean, I, I I find that hard to believe, and I don't want to blame the family, but I mean, when somebody, you know, has these weapons and stuff it's not like they a lot of times i'm gonna grab one and just hide it under the couch somebody knows you know somebody usually notices oh, you gotta that's a nice weapon you got there i mean <laughs> it, it just seems very bizarre to me that nobody knew anything but I, you know i guess it's possible a lot of times they'll you know a lot of times there you it's almost as uh frequent that you'll hear Oh, yeah, that guy's been fucked up for a while. We knew he was a problem. We told the cops. We told the principal. We told these people. We told DSS. We told the governor. You know, you, you get a lot of those, too, these days, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's run through a few things here that come up. Uh, did you see that doctor? Uh, he got interviewed all over the place yesterday. Dr. David Baum, B-A-U-M. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was on site? If you have enough people at a parade, you're you're gonna have oh yeah you're gonna have a doctor and and he was the one that that really made the uh, comparison of the injuries that he was seeing to the injuries that you see in war, where you know people almost instantly become unrecognizable when they get shot by these weapons. Um, I mean, I've been in the ER. I've seen a lot of blood. This was as unspeakable as anything I've, I've ever seen. Um, and it's legal. Those guns are legal in the United States. Now, did you see the mayor of Philadelphia? Who's just, he's just fed up. Yeah, I think he's ready to quit, you know, at, at 3 o'clock today. He's just fed up. 
with a job. You you mentioned there was a, there was, was yeah. a cop being shot at and they, they and, shot uh, at him uh, during during the fireworks, of course, as we celebrate being American by trying yeah, to shoot I mean, cops. He, he he says flat out, he says, "Why the fuck can't we have the same kind of uh, gun laws and culture that Canada does?" Canada seems to have so so few of these kinds of incidents. They don't never have them. They have. We know it has happened. I know that, but it, it isn't, uh, it isn't as, as, as frequent as, uh, more frequent than when you buy milk. Okay. You have to buy milk every few days. Right. But we have mass shootings more frequently than that. Aren't there like, it's been 250 or so this year. So that's way more than one a day. So we're, we're on that kind of insane pace. I think, uh, it was a mass shooting is defined as is it uh, three or more people or four or more people getting shot not including the the uh, shooter so um, there there are a lot of them there are a lot of them uh, and they did have an assault weapons ban that city Highland Park for about 10 years and uh, the Supreme Court said that was okay way back in 2015. Oh, we need to do over on that. We need. We clearly need the, the new guy. The new guys need to take a look at that one. Well, but no, they they win because it didn't prevent this. That that's no, what yeah, they, they, that's true. They want to show you. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't think you can ban anything. It can help, right? So there's the uh, Philadelphia mayor that you were talking about. Officials call for Mayor Kenny to resign after his Ben uh, Franklin Parkway shooting comments. What he said was. I'm concerned every single day. There's not an event or day where I don't lay on my bed looking up at the ceiling and worrying about stuff. I'll be happy when I'm not here, when I'm not mayor, and I can enjoy some things. <laughs> that's what the mayor said, and that's what apparently is sparking the outrage. Uh, you talked about social media, at least on Twitter, uh, and I don't know if this is true on Facebook. They are showing some very graphic images of a guy's head basically split open from the Highland Park shooting. Mm. And some people are, you know, I, I don't know if that's something that's going to get banned or not, but I think it's probably something we need to see. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to have any real impact. But, you know, again, when we talk about banning stuff and not banning stuff, the real effects right. of, of gun violence in America to have somebody who went to a parade and had their head split wide open by this weapon, I, I think that's something Americans need to see. No, Britt, I, I disagree with you. I think we need to have some standards in this country. <laughs> of course, that, of course, that should stay up. Of course, it should. Right. Um, of course. I, I don't even think that's uh, this is on Twitter. The picture that I saw was I don't know if it's being shared necessarily on Facebook or if Facebook's algorithm, as you say, is uh, not allowing this sort of violent image to be out there. I don't know. Uh, if it's being shared on Instagram, which, of course, is owned by Meta, the Facebook people, I don't know if it's being shared there, but Twitter's allowing it to, to happen. They've got the little sensitive content thing on there where you can tap. Say, hey, you don't want to see this. You don't have to see it. And then you can tap or not tap. And it shows some poor guy there with his head split wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I I I posted a, a thing about this thing here that I want to talk about. And, and – Maybe I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Okay. Because when you pick an isolated moment and you say this is representative of something, you know, you can get yourself in a little bit of trouble. But uh, late yesterday afternoon, I was in my in my kitchen and I was uh, having the television on, 
and I had the coverage on in the background and in the foreground. And I don't know what time it was at, maybe 5.30 or so, 6 o'clock. Joe Biden comes out at the White House. And uh, this is at the point where uh, the guy was not caught yet. They were still looking. He was out there. Yeah. Certainly uh, uh, topic A. And uh, we were all very, very concerned that if uh, things didn't, you know, get sewn up earlier in the evening, we might not be able to see the Doobie Brothers on CNN's fantastic Fourth of July show. Well, you know, Michael McDonald is back with them. Fucking cares. (laughs) Sorry. More yacht rock, please. Oh my god! You know, I, I, I was being battered by black water on one side and listen to the music on the other side and yeah, seeing well, grandpa jones singing it oh that is the doobie that is actually them what was the real tragedy in america yesterday anyway so biden biden comes out and i'm thinking well gosh this is one of those situations just because of the timing um that and this is the first i heard that that he was uh, making some kind of a statement about this all day long maybe he had earlier in the day or he put out a statement but who reads shit right it's what you do on tv sure especially when you have the whole country's attention all the networks are going to be covering certainly the news channels would be covering it live uh even fox and so this is your first chance to really address this and he comes out and it's as if and i guess it was this is a speech that was pre-written. It had all the flowery Joe Bidenish platitudes about America. Uh, this is what brought us together years ago. Uh, for all the challenges, we got the strongest economy in the world. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a mention of the shootings in Chicago. I'm, I'm not. I don't want him to say we are thoughts and prayers are with it. No, it, it's not. No, this is Joe Biden. This is his yeah. specialty. Empathy, being in there. And he's going on and on and on and on. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, Nothing. And then he goes off script, looks to the side, and says, and I'm looking at the White House readout of this, so I don't get this wrong. You all heard what happened. You all heard what happened today. That is all he said. That is all he said. Now, Britt, you know, we're old radio guys. Yeah. First of all, you always have to reset the topic. You do. Because people might have just tuned in. It is That's possible. Correct. That's correct. But without him being forced to recount exactly what had happened, to just say, you all heard what happened, I'm going, fuck, if Trump would have done that, we would have killed him. We would have killed him for doing that. Yeah, probably. And I'm thinking, now, was that Joe Biden's idea? were his speech writers getting yeah yeah don't talk about this because this is a fourth of july message this is supposed to be uplifting supposed to bring the i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it now it looks like a day later that it's a nothing i'm the only one you are as usual you're the you're the only one about him not mentioning it at the first time i'm the only i know i know uh Y'all heard what happened today, and now here's taking it to the streets. <laughs> that's a, that's a, is, that, is, that what, is that what happened? 
There's yeah. uh, the announcement from Joe Biden. Uh, flags will be at half staff in honor of. Hot- well, of course, I know. I, I understand. <laughs> when, when is the last time that a flag has been all the way up in this country? When is yeah. the last time that there's been a flag? Like that's yeah. like the weird shit. Rick, the, the flag should stay at half staff and then move them to quarter staff. Eventually, if you keep doing it, half of a half of a half, you know, eventually the flag is is one tenth of an inch. Don't you put that on the ground. Don't you let that flag flag touch the ground. That that is an embarrassment and an affront to America. If that flag hits the ground, not not that we continue to let this shit happen. Uh, the real story, of course, in the White House was that Hunter Biden was in attendance. This is where you get to kill mediaite. Hunter Biden was in attendance with his dad there at the at the Fourth of July amid the ongoing investigation. That's the real story there, Brad. Well, it's just a story. It's a fact. It's not really a story. But again, Brit, I know you don't live in Fox World like I do. Yeah. Brit, it is the top story. It is the story. Time, okay, that non-stop. We got him this time. <laughs> and the minute the minute the Republicans take over the the uh, House, if they do in November, the hearings will be open, so that we can get to the corruption of Joe biden and the lying done by joe biden because as you know the biggest threat to democracy to our form of government to everything is hunter biden and his laptop <laughs> there's no question the, need, the hunter biden has been we need, he's been we need hearings so that the democrats can learn to never ever attempt to defend the United States of America's governmental system and the integrity of its elections. It's going to be us. We are the Republicans, and we decide what the phrase integrity of elections means, and that means Republicans win all races no matter what. That's integrity. If a Democrat wins an election, by definition, the Democrat cheated. That's what we're going to do when we take over. And who wouldn't want us? To make that decision, nobody. We all want. We all want. So that's isn't that's isn't Hunter Biden. Point. I mean, this is, is this is coming, Britt. If if it happens, they're going to do it. They're going to do it the first day, and Jim Jordan will be the chairman of that committee, and they're going to now, Britt. Just between you and me, I think they're going to overplay their hand you a think, little bit. On you think it's going to be their new ben, It's the new Benghazi. You think this is but, it? that's what this is? Remember, within the the uh, right wing Fox media sphere they will play this and take this as seriously as anything ever it will be bigger than uh iran contra uh 911 uh yeah. everything everything and and if if you think if you think that donald trump getting impeached twice was overreach you ain't seen nothing yet because of course it really wasn't overreach he should have been convicted the first time there shouldn't have had to have been a second impeachment, but if you if you think that this is going to be just for you, you're going to love this one, okay? Because they're going to act as if this is the the most important security breach in the history of the country. Is a you know Hunter Biden probably has on his laptop that the Japanese were planning a sneak attack back in December of 1941, <laughs> and his old man Joe Biden. <laughs> we probably not even born in 41. But nonetheless, let's not start with it. He was getting paid billion, millions of dollars by Japanese companies to help plan the attack on Pearl Harbor. And, and so that, that's why these stories are, are there. And uh, 
So I'm 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 glad you you pointed it out. Was was Hunter in good spirits? Was he was he wearing his yeah? There he it looks, looks well. Like... He's already got the quarter zip on. I don't know why he is. It's fucking Fourth of July, but that's fine. Uh, he's he's just hanging out with Dad at the White House, enjoying some doobies. Britt, I saw I saw a funny story the other day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. This it's so wonky. It was on C-SPAN three, their book thing. Yeah, the book chant and and but um, but it was uh, about an hour long. Uh, video, and I guess it was from about two weeks ago. And right now, they're doing all these 50th anniversary of Watergate things. Mm-hmm. And so this was getting the whole band back together. It was reporters. It was politicians. It was the prosecutors. It was everybody. A lot of these people, you've been seeing them for years, and uh, they make the comparison very often to, to shit that Trump has done compared to Nixon. And in the last, I, I turned on the last five minutes because because uh, I was uh, I was at the gym, you know, looking around, waiting for a mass shooter to come in. I was busy. Um, that's really funny, Brad. That's really funny. Uh, uh, so Rufus Edmonston gets up there, and Rufus, yeah, he's a big North Carolina. He's kind of a legend, right? Very, very much a Democratic politician, never made it to the governor's mansion, lost his race there, but held a lot of offices for a number of years in this state. Right. But he was like the number one assistant he was. to Senator Sam Irvin. He was. The uh, uh, Republican uh, uh, senator from... from Demo- uh, Democratic senator. Democrat, I'm sorry. Democratic senator from, from uh, North Carolina who, who led the uh, Senate Watergate Committee. And so Edmondson is telling the story about how after it was public that the the tapes of Nixon existed and that the the you know the courts wanted them to be released as always you want to not have to have all kinds of subpoenas and corridors you want things to just be done correctly and, and just hand it over like now why do we have to subpoena you just fucking talk to us so Edmondson's telling the story that Senator Sam Irvin says to Rufus, call up Nixon's office and, and let's just ask him if he'll turn over the tapes. Pretty okay. please. Pretty, pretty please. Pretty, well, wait. So he, so Edmondson says, so he, he gets out his little Rolodex or whatever, and he calls Nixon's office. And his secretary, of course, is the famous Rosemary Woods. Yeah. And she she answers the phone. And. uh he says, well, this is Rufus Edmondson's over in, in uh, Sam Irvin's office. And uh, uh, as soon as he starts talking, he says, I can hear in the background, oh, what, what's going on there? <laughs> and he's doing an imitation of Nixon. This is Edmondson. What's he, 85 years old? And it's Probably. pretty good. Yeah. But everybody does a Nixon. So everybody. he's imitating Nixon saying, what, what's going on? And Rufus Edmondson says, I made the worst phone call I've ever made in my life because this is what I said to Rosemary Woods. I said, this is uh, Rufus Edmondson. I'm representing Senator Sam Irvin. We're over here in the, uh, the Senate. And uh, Senator Sam Irvin would like to get Richard, Ni- get President Nixon. Shit, I said, get President and Nixon hears it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not that was just, not that have was a conversation, just, not speak right. to him. No, we got to right. get him. Right. And, and obviously, what, whatever was said after that didn't matter because the, this is the idea, because Nixon thought, what, everyone was out to get him. <laughs> Here's a guy admitting oh. 
on behalf of Senator Sam, I want to get Dick Nixon. Uh, And he says that he's never told this story uh, in public until now. I kind of I kind of like that. I got a big, big, uh, big laugh in the in the room there. And then Rufus said, I'll be here all week. The veal is cheap. It was a it was a missed opportunity when Rufus Edmondson ran against Jim Martin in 1984. It was a missed opportunity. I see it now. He lost by uh, he lost by nine percent of the vote vote total there in in 1984. That's called a landslide. Well, it's the rare Republican governor in North Carolina. We haven't had that many, and the ones we've had have sucked. Martin would be probably the best of the bunch. Pat McCrory being. Ah. Hey, can we can we talk about this ad? This little tiny ad that was bought by the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, that yeah. he ran in in Florida. Didn't spend much money. I think I spent a hundred thousand dollars to run it on the on uh, the, the the Fox stations like one time. But it's one of those where you just put it out there. It doesn't matter where it runs. It's the repeating of it. It's people like us talking about it. It's the the overall impact and the motive behind it. So Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat in California, uh, puts together an ad and it's talking to people in Florida in general saying, your state's fucked up. You got a <laughs> fucked up governor. Freedom is under attack in your state. Republican leaders, they're banning books. They're making it harder to vote. They're restricting speech in classrooms. They're criminalizing even women and doctors, I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. And what about the I can't afford a house there? Yeah. Yeah, what about that? <laughs> Meanwhile, um, real, real estate in Florida is really cheap. Golly, jeepers, is it ever. Compared to California, it is. Well, um, barely. It's still fucking uh, out of No, reach. a lot. Oh, it's a lot. On. Miami's no. ridiculous, and you know this. Come on, stop with that bullshit. You no, know no, this. No, nothing compares to California. California fact, is awful. I was, I, was ta- I was talking to my, my older brother yesterday, who does live in he lives in Orange County. Sure, and I guess the numbers are in. And uh, number two place in the country for high rent, average high rent for apartments. Of course, Manhattan is number one, and Orange County, California is number two. Now, why is that? Wouldn't it be San Francisco sure, or Miami? Sure, someplace like that. Right? And the, the answer is because there ain't enough apartments and there's too many damn people that want to live there. Mm. And they don't build any more of them. He said that next year they're building 3,000 more apartments. In fucking Orange County, like 3 million people there. Wow, that's going to solve that problem. Um, so, a- anyway, that's not a comparison of California... And, and, and Florida real estate. It's about Gavin Newsom yeah. laying it down and saying to Democrats, sending out the smoke signals, saying if for some reason, and we won't speculate, for some reason, if Joe Biden is not the candidate in 2024, here I am. Tanned, it's true. Arrested, it's true. And available and i say all the right things i know the right way to to uh, handle tough situations being governor of california as you know is you can argue it's a is as tough a job as being president of the united states i mean you got 40 million people to, to explain that um and newsom he is uh 
in my opinion, I think he's a smart guy. I think he's a very attractive candidate. He's great on his feet. He he expresses a lot of what I think a Democratic candidate who could go up against a, let's just pick out a name, Ron DeSantis. That, that, I'll tell you what, that would be one hell of a debate. That would those, be one uh, those quote debate. unquote, those Rust Belt states that are going to decide the election. Mm-hmm. Is there, I mean, it, I, I, off the top of my head, I think DeSantis cleans his clock in those states. Without just right now, I mean, without having seen a campaign or a debate or anything like that, I think DeSantis does much better in your Michigans, your Ohio's, your Pennsylvanias. Oh, you mean because people go to Disney World usually instead of Disneyland because Midwest vacations in Florida, not not in California, it's too far. Hey, I like I the guy. Five, you know, you know, I guess I like the I like the guy, and I think the guy's got a decent story to tell. But I also think that you know, I'm not the problem. I'm not the boat you got to get. Right. I'm not I'm on board. I see the problem and I see the danger in a, in a DeSantis. So if you give me DeSantis against almost anybody who's a Democrat, got a D by their name, I'm I'm voting for the Democrat almost any, every single time. Well, no, but uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not uh, targeting it at you or or at me. Um, you know, you, you have to get this is like the uh, the NFL or the NBA draft. Sometimes you just got to take the best athlete available. And uh, I. I think he might be now. Um, and this is, you want to get narrow. I'll get really narrow here with someone who really isn't that narrow. Um, the governor of Illinois uh, on Monday, before Joe Biden spoke, when he, and of course you can say, well, well, he's the governor of Illinois. Of course, he's going to be a little bit more focused on the subject than uh, President Biden would be um on on the 4th of July but i thought that the way uh pritzker spoke mm-hmm. uh about gun control uh about the incident and was so direct and his language was so clear it was it was so clean it was brilliant um and this is uh, governor of illinois again this is a big prominent blue state governor and he's going to get reelected i don't think there's any question about that now here were his words here were his words and i'm contrasting them with what we said that joe biden said which is just the right out of uh, boilerplate any president in the last 200 years would say the same thing on fourth of july that that, that that biden did um he said there are going to be some people who say that today is not the day that now is not the time to talk about guns I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here and right now. It's the 4th of July, a day for reflection on our freedoms. Our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. And I don't think a single one of them would have said that you have a constitutional right to an assault weapon with a high capacity magazine. All right, let's stop there. I'll finish the quote in a second here. Hey, fuck you, originalists. You you think you can divine... Everything for today based on what was said back then. And you know that's bullshit. And I think that he just cut through, Governor Pritzker just cut through that. I, I, I want to say, see somewhere public with a straight face. I want some Supreme Court justice say with a straight face that Pritzker was wrong and that our founding fathers would say you do have a constitutional right 
to have a military-style assault weapon with a high-capacity magazine. What's that? asked Madison. We explained it to him. And he said, fuck no, are you kidding? When that gets invented, are you kidding? How stupid do you think we were? I think uh, that's how I, you have to argue this. You can't see the, the ground to the originalists. I, I think that's the ultimate point is I think that Democrats are ready for an asshole. I think it's time like to stop playing nice. And I think they want somebody that's going to be a dick. Pritzker, Pritzker can be that guy. He's uh, his last thing he said here. One more sentence. Yes, I'm angry. And we as a nation deserve better. Let us pray for the injured and those who are still in the hospital. And may the memory of those we lost today be a blessing and a call to action. That's more in three sentences, I think, than Joe Biden, of course, said in his entire speech and the half phrase that he threw in there. Well, you all know what happened today. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And Pritzker, I don't know whether Pritzker has presidential ambitions or not. I think all 50 governors always do and all 100 senators always do. Um, but there you have it. There you have it. I uh, I, I, th that was the right thing to say. We have to stop avoiding the issue. And, and uh, Britt, you put up uh, earlier in the day a uh, is it too soon mm. to talk about it? Too and, soon and to talk about it or not? Nah. No, we're going right. to do that. And, and of course, the, the answer is uh, no, except if you're on the side of the argument that never wants to ever talk about the fact. That, uh, again, someone right out of central casting the profile, a 21-year-old loser, white male, going nowhere, thinking that the world stacked the deck against him. And the only way hang to on, get hang back. On, hang on. I have to what about you on that. What about the guy that tried to kill Brett Kavanaugh? Okay. There you go. I just decided to clean that up for you a little bit. Right. Right. Good point. Good point. Um, <laughs> I just thought point. I'd throw it. I have a little problem with Jamie Prisker. Uh, so this is going to, like, eliminate him from your consideration. Bachelor of Arts, Duke University. Mm. Out. So, yeah, but, but, he, but he went to law school at Northwestern, so that's safe. Yeah, I, I give you that one. I give you that one. But I'm afraid I'm afraid. Well, that wait a minute. Wait, Britt, Britt, if you get a president now who went to Duke, you go, you start to chip away at the, the Dick Nixon stain. And know. Nixon only went to law school there. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I I don't think that that knocks him out completely. No, it could, it could be a disqualifier. It could be a disqualifier. We'll have and, to see. Britt, of course, it doesn't compare to a degree from the Wharton School of Finance. <laughs> that's that's the Trump best doesn't all. really have, that's but pretends that he does, right? He, he took like two <laughs> classes at that fucking business school, and he claims a degree from there. It's yeah. the greatest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Uh, let's, let's see if I got one more here. I got I got one more here. All right, uh, I'm going to name you something, and I want you to think about I want you to name something that you've bought recently Okay. that you were surprised at the price not going up, that, that you're surprised that it held its ground. It can be something fairly large. It can be something teeny tiny. It can be an insignificant little grocery item. Here's one I noticed over the weekend. Because and these are things that you know the price of, right? That you buy all the time. And you sure. you know when they've when they've gone up. Um, and I, I do subscribe to the to a cleaner house. You only need about five items, five different kinds of clean, and they all they all work for everything. And one of the five, I think, is a Comet cleanser. Sure. 
comic cleanser, Procter and Gamble, been you know had been making it for uh, three hundred years, right? That's right. And the price for many years for the the, the tall one, not the squatty one, the tall one, has been one dollar, one dollar at very often Walmart or home. and I was in Home Depot the other day, and I well there it is, and it's still a dollar, still a buck. And have they, have they reduced the size? Now you know they do no, that sometimes. Same size. Same size, same that's, size. That's the trick that they like to do now is they like to give you the same price. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Shrink, shrinkflation, I get it. Shrinkflation. Um, so can you think of anything that hasn't gone up? I had one of, I bought one of these. It's like one of these little clear beverages at Walmart the other day. Still 70 cents. Still 70 cents. They haven't gone up on it. That. That's good. Mm. And then I had the little flavor sticks that go in them uh, from Sonic and they were like six of those for a dollar. So that hasn't and gone up. That's the same? Same thing. Same That's deal. Same. That hasn't right. gone up yet. Right. Uh, I, I, I bring that up because uh, here are some economic numbers for this day. And this is kind of a big deal. I think this is going to express itself in the next few months. It's something called the personal savings rate. This is how much money people, well, obviously you can tell what how much do you save, how much do you spend. Uh, back in April of 2020, okay, so the pandemic had just rocked full bore, right? Mm -hmm. We were really getting into it by April of 2020. At that point, the personal savings rate was 34%. People were saving more than one out of every $3 they were making because bad times were coming. Nobody was spending. We were all staying at home. And that was just off the charts. And then, you know, people got checks from the government that increased the savings rate and now we have lots of inflation and there's all reasons for that and that might be one of them and people had just too much money sitting there so they're starting to spend it that's probably a contributing factor today the personal savings rate is 5.4 percent so it went from 30 some percent to 5.4 percent um which is way, way below the average of the last 10 years, which means at a certain point, and again, I'm no economist, but I'll try to play one on TV here. When people start to run out of money, they can only do two things. They can stop spending or they can go into debt. They can pull out their credit cards and start doing it that way. So they can stop spending or they can borrow. And uh, either one of those is going to cause a slowing down of the economy. So we can get to the little conventional wisdom here, which is, and I'll, I'll throw out mine, which is, and I didn't notice this myself. Everybody knows shit happens really fast. Now mm. we get, we get fast. Everything we get, we get fast. Um, uh, and every bit of economic activity is just, it, it seems like it, last week things were great. This week is terrible. And we could end up having a really, really quick, deep, or not so deep recession, of which we might even be in one right now, but they somehow never seem to realize this till six months later. I can figure that shit out. Okay. Um, but if we are, and people have slowed their spending down, then at a certain point, that kind of comes to an end because everything starts to contract. There's plenty of supply. Prices do start to level off. Price of oil on this day has crashed 
about 8%. Uh, what was gasoline? I saw gasoline for like 429. So it's going down faster than we, we uh, normally see it. I know we always, it never goes down. It always goes, well, but it is coming down actually. Um, so what's that mean for the rest of the year? I don't know, but I'm hopeful that whatever is happening right now will just grab everybody by the nuts. We'll get done what we have to get done. A few people will get laid off. The unemployment number comes out on Friday. Um, I can't imagine that that's going to be identical to, to where it's been. I can't imagine job growth is uh, still going to be rocking the way it was, but maybe it will. But if it doesn't, then we're certainly on our way to getting into the recession that no one wants to publicly uh, tout as an official recession yet. And it, we could be in a U kind of uh, position here where things will, will get better. Or I'm completely wrong, and we're just at the beginning of shit. And it's all going to go black. And we are so done for it. We are so fucked. That's one of those two. <laughs> There's no in between. The inflation hit yet. Oh, my God. Wait till <laughs> Common Cleanser is three bucks, Kranz. Yeah. You'll lose your mind. And our soundtrack for the whole thing will be the Doobie Brothers. 